Welcome back everyone. This is part two of Harvesting Your Shadows. This is Chi Vito Koa with Tree of Totems and Nature Wise Podcasts or Shamanic Nature. In this second part, we're going to go further into what is the etiquette of actually harvesting the shadows. How do we actually do that in a good way, in a sacred way that we could be in relationship with those shadows and really invite their gifts to become present within us. It is said this is the inheritance that we never knew we truly had. And it's right here within us. So now let's touch upon how to approach your shadows and what this right etiquette is. Because it's likely you're already aware, shadow work isn't easy right it brings up a lot of emotions and there's times we don't want to be with those emotions right we want to run the other way at this time of me doing this i'm actually guiding a group of courageous souls through a shadow journey that we're calling awaken the sage within that's going from fall equinox to the spring equinox, right? And we're going into harvesting our shadows during the, all the way up to the sol- solstice. And then from the winter solstice to the equinox, we're then taking those shadows and we're learning how to step into the gifts and the medicine that they've been providing us. Well, during this journey, this past week specifically, you know, I have been really tender, really tender. And at first, I wanted to retreat from this tenderness. I did not want to feel it. Emotions were surfacing and pulling like the moon pulls the tide. And they felt as if they'd overwhelm me so I would suppress them. I just wanted to harvest the gifts and the medicine and move on. But you know what? This is not the way. And it does not honor my medicine to do that. I knew that this stirring of emotions is what I wanted. I knew this is what I asked for, for these hidden emotions woven just beneath the surface of my being to come forward and finally release. But when they began, I backed away. So last weekend, I journeyed into the forest and I fell down to my hands and knees and I felt my hands receive that cold wet soil as I brought my brow to that musky earthen floor and I spoke to the trees and I spoke to the ferns and I asked for help to receive these emotions and these memories in a good way. I asked them to show me how and to give me the strength and presence of heart and mind to do so. And in that moment, I felt the forest speak to me. It said, embrace being tender. It's a gift. It said, it is the entrance to real strength. For it requires a grounded sense of presence to be with the fragile things. And I asked the forest, but how do I do this? How do I embrace being tender? It hurts and it scares me. And the forest said, give offerings. Give offerings to each of those memories. Give offerings to all the people 
that were there and part of it. Give offerings for all that you received from it, whether you are aware of what it was that you received or not. And in this way, you become receptive. You become able to receive. So this is how I learned to receive these memories and my shadows in a good way. From this experience, a prayer came to me. I want to share this prayer with you, which I now call the Shadow Harvest Prayer. And here it is. Om. I sit here beside the fire, crackling and popping. It adds its prayers with mine. I play the elk skin hoop drum and I sing in moans and sounds resonant with the memories of my past. There's wounds here with hidden grief and anger I had not known. So I offer up tobacco to these wounds. I offer up cedar to those who have wounded me. I offer up sage for the wisdom they've given me. I offer up sweet grass for the joys they inadvertently afford me today and my many tomorrows. I receive them for what they are, an offering of my true life, an offering of my true strength, a guide to the hidden landscape of my spirit walk. With each wound I offer up, I take another step into the sacred circle. With each offering, I become a little more whole. So I stand in tenderness today. For tenderness is the gateway to the strength of the elder. For all that has been, and for all yet to come, I give thanks. May this prayer be an offering. Oh. Hmm. Right now I am apprenticing to the strength of being tender, being fragile, which for me is a way of being receptive, being fully present with what it's being offered me in this moment, of all the emotions and all those multi-textual layers within those emotions. I'm apprenticing to being tender and fully present with that, to receive it in a good way. Tending to the fragile things. Mm. I'm sure you've also noticed there is a tenderness to doing this kind of inner work. And we may not be accustomed to embracing being tender. We're in a society that's been conditioned to buck up and push through, conditioned to suppress our emotional landscape. In the wild, when we harvest the plants, right, there is a small yet profound ritual that we perform. And in this ritual, one speaks to what is about to be harvested with respect, humility, and gratitude. We speak our intention of why we wish to harvest the plant. We give it offerings of another sacred plant that reflects our voice is joining the voices of all those who've come before us. And our hearts join their gratitude. So in this way, the plant or animal 
can feel the love of thousands. can feel the profound value its life will bring. And in this, it will give of itself so others may receive the medicine and nourishment it carries. Only until this conversation happens in both what's being harvested and that which is being doing the harvesting has reached this aligned energetic state. Only then would one truly harvest it. Only then. Can you see the profundity in the small act? Can you feel it? See, it's a conversation. It's a way of being in relationship with what gives you life, with what sustains you being in the world. And you can see how in our Western consumer mentality, we often have, we take what we want. Or there's this transactional mindset of, okay, I did this, or I paid this, so I should get Y. Many times we go into the forest like, oh, I like this rock, I'm just going to take it. Can you feel the difference in this approach? Well, this ritual of harvesting a plant is the same ritual we're doing with harvesting our life. Harvesting our shadows, harvesting each memory. Rather than going in and just reaping what we want, we're greeting it in a humble way. We're acknowledging how your life experiences are giving you life. They're sustaining you with being in the world as you are. In the group I'm guiding right now through their shadows, we're doing a daily ritual. And each member went out into the forest or their natural areas and they found a stone to represent their life. And they brought this stone and they brought it back to their place. And of course, before they did that, you know, they did the above ritual of connecting with it of asking it permission to represent their life, of giving it offerings and gratitude. And when they felt that agreement and their energies had, had become synced up, they brought it back to their home and they made a special altar for it. And the ritual they do with their lifestone is a sacred act of relationship. So they bring their stone, they created this special altar, They've designated this stone to represent their life, both of the past, of the present, and what may yet come to be. And they bring the stone here, and it's a way of pausing. It's, a, it's an act of being in conversation with it. That their respect and gratitude to align your life story with you, so your life is willing to be harvested just like a plant offers their life that it may continue to support your life. See, our life, you can be in relationship with, you can be in conversation with your life and with your stories and with your memories, both of the future and of the past. And you can see how your younger self, you can be in conversation with that younger self. You can be in conversation with those who were of your past. And so when we are going in to harvest our shadows, and we're going in to harvest our wounds, perhaps you can feel the beauty 
and coming and approaching in this humble way and saying, first, I see you. And I wish to harvest you. This is my intention for being with you. Will you be in conversation with me? I give you these offerings. And these are the offerings that have been offered for thousands of years. And it's a way of joining my voice and my gratitude, my love with thousands. Will you receive these offerings and then share the medicine that you have to offer me? And when you do this, you find that your experiences in your past, your wounds, you'll begin to have a new conversation with them. Because the thing is, is most likely the conversation you have been having with those wounds and those stories in the past, you haven't actually been in conversation with them. Instead, you've been being told the story. And that story has been told by your inner critic. But when you approach that younger self with compassion and love like we speak about in part one, you open yourself up for a new dialogue. And when you can have compassion for every person who was involved in that journey and in that experience, and you give offerings to each of those, you become more receptive to receive the gifts, the understanding, the profound depth that is truly being offered you. And when you can see that, it becomes medicine. It becomes holy water. So this is part two of Harvesting Your Shadows. And if you haven't yet, please go back and listen into part one because we talk about that etiquette of being in those conversations with those younger selves. If you have any questions, please email me at learning at treeoftotems.com. My name is Chi Vito Cola. You can call me Chi. I'm here with Tree of Totems, www.treeoftotems.com. I'm here to be of service, and I'm an open book. Happy travels. Om, om, om.